1: Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Unstoppable Profit Podcast. I am pumped and excited to have my episode partner back, Mr. Joel McKinley, JFUM, our director of AFY. JFUM, how are you doing this morning? I am fired up for this episode, Mike, because we
0: are going to dig in deep. You mean we're going to go all three C's? We're going all three and bringing it for the listeners today.
1: Fantastic. Or the watchers, because you can also see this on our YouTube channel. If You want to experience our hands getting thrown around everywhere. So we're going to talk about the three she- three C's this morning. Should we tell them what it is? Well, they're going to need to know if they're going to be taking great notes, Mike. I mean, wait a minute. They should ink it, not think it, so they can sink it? That's right. Eight inches between their ears. Exactly. Right up their arm to their brain where they need to sink it so they can all be better leaders and have the three C's. So do I, you have the three C's right there, so you can share them with us? I do, Mike. You've been really talking to agents lately about
0: over communication, and during our last coaching call, you know, we we discussed it needs to be not necessarily just over communication because you can turn into. Remember, we were talking about the peanuts, Charlie Brown's teacher, womp womp womp,
1: womp womp womp. Yeah.
0: So we ta- We said maybe it needs to be over correct communication. So uh-huh. your culture and
1: correct communication are the three C's. Culture, correct, communication. Right. If you want to build something into that, we're going to talk about over communicating, but we'll get deeper on that in just a minute. I love it. And, you know, if you're wondering, hey, you've been talking about culture a lot. Well, the reason is because it needs to be spoken about a lot, correct? Right. It's the foundation of your agency. Absolutely. And not only spoken about, but actually implemented through the leadership first in your business, because the bottom line is a business is a business is a business and an insurance agency is a business. And you got to understand that it's your business. And we need to make sure that our business is just right. And not every person is the right fit within a culture. So let's go back and talk about, you know, the driving things within a culture for just a minute. So we also teach that there's values that are part of the culture. And I see it, I saw an email from you this morning, thank you very much, because we have a uh, team session coming up soon where we're going to dig in for hours working on our plan and our culture. And I asked every team member to write their definite, their own from their heart and their mind without any notes, their own definitions of our core values. Right. And you sent those back. Thank you very much. So why are core values important to a culture? Mike, doing that, that
0: project that you gave to us to do was so awesome because I started pulling up the definition and, and, and your synonyms and everything that, that digs into it. And I realized, you know, while we have our six core values, they may be a little different to me than they are to you and to the rest of our team. So that way, when we all bring it, we all get each other's mindset where we're all at individually, but then we can take those definitions and put them in together. So we have one cohesive set of core values for us as 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 a business together.
1: Defined as an organization, right? Right. Yeah, I've got some notes on core values. And this is just from my intense study on culture. And it's really my theme study for this entire month. And it's been trickling in for the last couple of months. And, And the more I dig into it, the more I really ascertain that, you know, that is at the heartbeat of business. It is the heartbeat of your business. Core values. Your core values define who you are, what you stand for, and what you won't stand for. And so... You know, we talk about the fact that we praise and recognize on our core values, right? Right. We discipline on our core values. We hire based on our core values, and we terminate based on our core values. So that contributes right up the ladder to the culture.
0: Right. It's the it's the foundation. And if you don't constantly stay up to date with your foundation,
1: it can start crumbling right beneath your house. Wait a minute. We need to correctly communicate or over communicate about that foundation, right? Ah, so what are you seeing in the trenches in the insurance agency business regarding culture and core values on your so, end? So, Mike, I wrote this
0: down um, when when we discussed what we were going to talk about, and with over communication, you have to use caution because you can get that message burnout. So, a great way to do to bring that that communication is. Get an outside influence. Wow. What can they study as, a, as an organization independently? What can you do to support your team that they can study so that that law of familiarity doesn't burn them out and they stop hearing your voice? Right. So what can they subscribe to? Can you invest in an Audible subscription or send them a book that you guys can study together? And you may realize your team brings some great ideas for your organization that you weren't you know nurturing to get out of them before.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Great idea. And, you know, grow as an organization together, learn as an organization together and become more as an organization together. And that is absolutely at the core of great cultures. And my intense study of cultures, I I just got done with a great book called The Service Culture Handbook by uh, Jeff Toyster. And it simply got in the table of contents Three parts to the book, just three, but they are all game-changing in their own right. And culture is the key. Hear me clear on this, because you know the super complicated business plan, right, JFUM? What is it? Get clients, keep clients. Get clients, keep clients. It's not too complicated, friends. Culture is the key to outstanding customer service it says in the book i like the words customer care because it's a different kind of thought process but it really means the same thing so that's keep clients that's the keep clients aspect and then building a customer focused culture because i mean let's face it without customers paying their premiums you don't get commission and you don't have a business right right and, and we we identify so often through the numbers don't lie sheet that, you know, people are sometimes running on the hamster wheel. They're so anal, forgive me everybody for saying that, but we are also anal sometimes or focused on earning new business that we sometimes neglect or forget about our existing clients. And those retention numbers aren't where they should be. And we just went through this at camp. the fact that, You know, potentially, if you uptick your retention, four points, how much money that means to your agency over a 10-year period, and if you're a larger agency, say, in the million-dollar revenue or higher, it multiplies that to more than $2 million by aggressively upticking your retention. This is at the core, right? Right. And, Mike,
0: so something to think about about that is, it's almost like you're taking those clients for granted. And I don't think you ever want to make your clients feel like you're taking them for granted. They signed up and yeah, they're good. They're, they're going to keep renewing. I mean, these are people that are going to give you your referrals. They're going to keep writing business with you. They're going to write those reviews for you and boost your business. That's the last people you want to take for granted.
1: Absolutely. And you know, the, the modern day consumer, let's be clear here. I've identified this over the last few years. The modern day consumer is smarter than they've ever been. They, you know, before they even get on the phone with you to talk about their insurance program, whatever it might be, they have done research. I mean, the information superhighway is full of data. I mean, Commercial General. If you uh, GTS Google that stuff or whatever, right? If if you search Commercial General Liability, the modern day consumer, boom, they already know what it is. Right. So you know you can't take that for granted. Go ahead. Yeah. And
0: they think they're going to know what they're talking about. And that's where the insurance professional doesn't steamroll them and tell them what it is, but educates them and brings them along in that process. And that's where you bring that value and continue to nurture that relationship.
1: You mean the better the question, the better the results? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Good leaders ask great questions. So culture is the key to outstanding customer care or service. Building a customer-focused culture, customer-focused culture. And here's the key, changing your company's service DNA. Ooh, that's good. Right? So that's why we intentionally designed and just introduced teaching this for the first time at boot camp recently, a culture of ownership. Right. In your agency.
0: Right. and Ownership of what? I mean, you as the leader, I mean, it's very easy to be inside of your agency or inside of any business because they're all the same principles. It's very easy to look at your own culture from you in the owner's seat and look around and say, we've got a great culture here. But sometimes you need to have that outside third party. I mean, that's what the value that our platinum coaching members get is you get to look at it and say, hey, I'm not the one wearing the rose colored glasses inside of your agency and thinking everything is great. I can look at your numbers. I can look at what the issues that you have going on with the first P and say, look, there's a leadership challenge. And it it starts with you and, and telling the truth for yourself and being able to find that and then having somebody to walk us. And what does that look like? And then bringing them through that. Because, I mean, ultimately, that's that's what it's about. It's about, you know, growing and becoming better instead of, you know, always looking at your agency with those rose-colored glasses on.
1: That's right. We can never get complacent, right? Right. Never arrive. Never be settled. I mean, I originally learned that from Earl Nightingale in The Strangest Secret. People, you know, the, the high growth and high achieving people, they don't want to be settled. I mean, it's not good for human beings to be settled. Right. I don't know if you were studying your friend and mine, uh, Mr. D.D., this morning on that exact subject, right? Right. Right. In fact, no, I'm not going to dig it out, but it was such a game changer for me. He was speaking right to my heart, right? You know, I don't work so I can rest. I rest so I can work. It's a mindset, right? Never be settled, never arrive, never act like you've arrived and complacency kills. So what does your culture define? I mean, what's the definition of things going on in your culture? If you have that growth-oriented culture, uh, it does your culture dictate constant learning and growth and teamwork and coachability and everything else? Fantastic stuff. So what else on culture? I mean, I've got the culture of ownership in your agency, the nine modules that we have designed intentionally to help agency entrepreneurs and teams become better. Should we go going and share with them what those are?
0: I agree. Mike, one thing real quick yeah, before we get yeah. to that is I know you are an avid studier. You have a book in your hand, probably you know 23 out of 24 hours a day, or one at reach that you can bring up as a talking point. And I, most of our listeners, I would say 97% of them are the same. They're just avid learners. What are you doing as an agency owner to share the value of independent mm. learning with your team? Do they see the value of independent learning? it's not you forcing a book on them or forcing a study on them do they study for themselves can you show them or share with them the value in that i mean that's part of you know delivering the px3 to your team what are their goals how can you help them to achieve that because as they start to achieve for themselves they're going to want to keep they're going to want to keep feeding themselves it's like
1: you know it's like coffee you're just want to have a new cup every day that's right and it it takes time I mean, you got to build in those solid daily habits, right? I mean, I wasn't always the avid learner and studier that I am today, but I became more of that and learned to do it because of the results that came through taking action on those daily habits. But this is not about me. It's all about the people you're listening or watching those. So let's get back to helping them. Yep. Fantastic stuff. Absolutely. You've got to create that growth and that's back to over communicating. And the or the correct types of communication, the three Cs. Culture, correct, communication. I love that. So uh, let's share with everybody the nine modules that we have built out and developed to help agency owners. And if you are uh, getting ready to not think this, ink it, so you can sync it, I strongly recommend you uh, write these down. I am going to go a little bit slower so you get this, right? And as far as your culture is concerned, right, JFUM, it starts in the recruiting. Right. It does. What message are you sending out? And the way you recruit and where you recruit. And back to your core values. What you stand for and what you won't stand for. I mean, it's all in sync, if you will. So one, it starts with the recruiting. Two, it starts with the interviewing. And your culture comes through in the interviewing, right? Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why we've designed the interview questions in the manner that we have so you can get the right people into your culture. Look, there's two kinds of relationships out there in the world. Personal relationships and business relationships. They're two different things. This is simply business. Okay, One, recruiting. Two, interviewing. Three, the actual hiring. And I've learned over years in doing it. Doing this in the agency business, even the hiring process defines your culture and your values in a way. So right. that's three. Four is the onboarding, or as we've des- designed, love bombing. Right. The love atomic yeah. bomb. Yeah. So you have a comment on that? Define that. Go into that a little bit more I've, on your heard- unique definition of onboarding.
0: Right. I've heard you know the love bomb. Love bomb them. Well, love uh, if you think about a bomb, or you know, when you see it in the movies, it's boom and then it's done. Yeah. If you do that for your team, boom, they're excited. And then there's silence. Well, okay, they got me on the team. Now they don't care about me anymore. They don't want to continue to nurture and and invest in this. It should be a love atomic bomb. There's that massive explosion, and you think about an atomic bomb, there's continued fallout for years as they don't have a job with you, they have a career. And it's long-term and you nurture that long-term.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So onboarding is number four. Number five is the training. Motivations, motivations like bathing It's recommended daily. Training is like bathing. It's recommended daily. How I mean, how often do world champion athletes train? Uh, Mike, they even train in the off-season. But how often? Every
0: day, sometimes twice a day.
1: Every day, sometimes twice a day. That's what world championship business people do. They train sometimes twice a day. Number five, number six is motivation. We all need motivation and inspiration, right? Right. I mean, that's where the learning comes in.
0: Go ahead. I look at motivation. Motivation is external. You're bringing that to the team, but you should be doing it in a way that increases their own internal drive. Just like you said, you heard it from from Jeff Roy. Don't light a fire under them. Yes, light a fire inside of them. So motivating them to where they build that own internal fire, and they have the drive to start spreading it back to you, back to your team, and across your culture.
1: Absolutely, the unstoppable Jeff Nuna Roy from uh, our friends up in Canada. A eh? phenomenal, phenomenal agency entrepreneurs. All right, number six, motivation. Number seven is leadership. So. Our goal, like we learned from John Maxwell and many others, Simon Sinek, our goal is to build up leaders within the organization. Right. And one of my favorite quotes from Simon Sinek as of late, customers can never love a business until the employees love it first. Direct attack on culture and core values, Right. And so, I mean, yeah, how does that play out? I mean, you know, I mean, so if the employees or the team members don't love the business, does that mean they're not in alignment with the core values in the culture? Go ahead. Right.
0: I mean, Mike, I was telling you, uh, you know, right before we started boot camp, I was at a retail store and I was checking myself out and, and the woman standing there watching 11 minutes, Mike, she sat there and flipped through her own phone, never looking up. She doesn't love where she works and that culture it's shared to me and i was like wow maybe i'll shop somewhere else
1: that is not a customer focused culture no they're for a paycheck got it and thinking about their own agenda not the agenda of the customers right because i mean you're you're still telling that story
0: well it had a major effect i would i could not believe that this person got paid To flip through their phone. What if I needed help? She never looked up at me. It was on. It would have been on me as the customer to go and try to. Hey, come help me! I need
1: help. Yep. Yeah, I'm not going to ask you to drop the name of the company, but uh, you know that company. That's a direct reflection of leadership, is it not?
0: Absolutely.
1: The leadership of that company is not leading their teams.
0: I guarantee there was a store manager or some leader somewhere that just walked right past and ignored it.
1: Well, that it, it's all from the top trickles down. Right. From a leadership perspective, you know, I positioned my buddies on the bicycles a couple of days ago with this exact thought process. You know, our favorite leadership thought of all time. And I remember my buddy Phil said, wow, that's insightful. You know, I told him the, the story of my late friend, Rick. And I said, the thought, Phil, is would I follow me? Right. The ultimate leadership thought for yourself when you're looking in the mirror of truth. Right. Would I follow me?
0: So what's your answer
1: Mike, to that? Everybody.
0: I mean, Mike, so in with that it's you may have a team handbook that says, Hey, you're not allowed to be on your phone at this time, but if the leader's doing it, guess what the team is going to do. And also exactly. If, if a team member does it one time and the leader walks by and says nothing, you just changed the standard in your agency.
1: The agency standard. You set the bar for what's acceptable. It's not acceptable, right? They're watching everything you do and everything you don't do. And they're listening to everything you say and everything you don't say. Right. Wow. Monkey see monkey do, right? Right. Exactly. So what all this leads up to is accountability back to accountability. That's a perfect example the example that you just gave of either having a culture of accountability or not having a culture of accountability. Right. I mean, we hold each other accountable. And if you wanted some thought processes as far as, you know, how do I have a conversation with my team about this? I was just having a conversation with somebody within the last 24 hours and I can't remember the scenario, but it's really, why it's important. Right. Why is it important to have values that define the organization? Why is it important to help your team members understand why this is acceptable, not acceptable? Why? Because it's all about the culture that we've designed. No the culture team and your core values are an outside third-party thing, right?
0: No team member exists in a vacuum, Mike. They rely on each other. Wow.
1: Slow down and say that one again.
0: No single team member survives or resides in a vacuum. They all Ah. need each other. They all depend on each other. It's your bicycle. You love it. And one pedal goes up. The other one comes down. They work together constantly.
1: Right. Right. Great stuff. Great stuff. So recruiting, interviewing number, recruiting number one, interviewing number two, hiring number three onboarding number four, training number five, motivation number six, leadership number seven, accountability number eight, leads to really what we're trying to help businesses and agency businesses create is that culture of ownership in your agency. Every single person within the agency, based on the core values that we've set the environment or the culture that we've set leads everybody to own everything that they do every single day and has permission to make decisions on the future of the business and their position within the agency. Right? Right. Great, great stuff. So in my studies as well, I've also learned that it's an invisible architecture it's the fog within your agency if you will that people really can't see but it's present and and i love the positioning of that thought as the invisible architecture it's the soul of what your organization is to the physical architecture is to the body invisible architecture not the buildings determines whether you're a good insurance agency business a great insurance agency business or just another insurance agency business right
0: yeah i mean you can feel it yeah and you, know, and you have that buy in and it's uh, when and it, it it comes from when the leader and they transition it because a leader can absolutely change an organization yeah, I mean, I, w- I was telling you I had a little story about changing a culture. From my time in the Army, I came into a new organization as their new leader. And this is not to, you know, shine my own wheels. But, you know, they were seen as, oh, those are, you know, that, that's where they put all the the guys that aren't great. Right. But when I came in, I was like, listen, that's not me. I don't care what anybody else said about you. You guys are amazing. And I'm going to show you how great you are. And it's amazing. They rose up themselves. It wasn't anything. I trained them differently. I just told them what they were, right. and they fought for themselves. And they, you know, and that's what you can do for your agency: is lead them, tell them how great they are, when it's warranted, and hold them to a higher standard than they held for themselves previously, because they're capable right.
1: of it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where you know leading of people comes into play and help them understand why they can and why it's important. Phenomenal stuff. So we got so much we could keep going on about this. I want to drop a couple of gold nuggets for people. Uh, again, all praise and recognition to the serial implementer, Mr. Chris Raiders. Thank you for the term gold nuggets, which is permeated throughout the insurance agency industry. Great job, Chris. With that being said, um, there's a couple of other studies if you're interested. We just gave you the book, The Service Culture Handbook by Jeff Toyster. My current study on culture is by Daniel Friedman it's fundamentally different. Fundamentally different. Great, great study. Uh, I got into it a few days ago. All these gold nuggets kept dropping into my head via my audio learning. And uh, so I ordered the book. I hope it arrives today. I can't wait to dive into the book. But it's about culture. And I learned that I read, I first heard about that book on podcast 181. So I strongly recommend if you haven't gone to podcasts or watched or listened to our podcast number episode 181 with the unstoppable Patrick O'Neill uh, out of Ohio. Uh, by the way, a current year uh, Reagan Consulting Best Practices Agency. One of about 200 in America. So the top of the top of the top. And what does he contribute? His Great agency success too? Culture. Culture. And so they hired a culture coach to improve their culture. Because that's what happens. You bring out in somebody from the outside that's not viewing things with rose-colored glasses to observe and to help and to get better, right? Aha. Uh-huh. You mean successfully uh-huh. lose? I'm Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... uh, Unstoppable Profit Podcast, episode 181, Agency Culture by Design with Patrick O'Neill. Go check that out on our YouTube channel. You can watch it or you can listen to it at unstoppableprofitpodcast.com on all the channels. So great stuff. So I wanted to share one other thing uh, that's about culture, but it's about ownership within a chair, within a business, the insurance agency business. Shall we go ahead and share that with them? Let's do it. Yeah, fantastic. You can hold people accountable for showing up on time and for fulfilling the terms of their job descriptions, like parents checking a report card, but you cannot hold them accountable for being committed and engaged. You cannot hold people accountable for caring. It takes a spirit and a culture of ownership for those things to happen that was kind of like one of the biggest aha moments of my this year so far for me when i when i learned all that in, the, in this book that i was studying that really set the beginning of making sure that we over communicate with agents everywhere about having core values in a great culture was like boom that atomic bomb that you talk about with uh love bombing right and so. from the same book mike It also says if you
0: don't create your culture by design, it will be created haphazardly and you
1: may not like the results. Wait a minute. Flying by the seat of your pants. Sometimes it works. A lot of times it doesn't. It's been my observation over time that it, it can work for a while, but you will not be able to create a business that can scale and grow up the staircase to the next steps effectively consistently and most importantly profitably and that's something that i that i've learned to teach through running in the early mornings with our uh, platinum coaching members we're having this conversation and i said you know your agency progress is like going up a staircase you're taking a step up to the next step, to the next step, to the next step. And when you accomplish that step, have a mini celebration and then work on taking the next step up because the goal is to get to the top of the staircase and be on top. And the top 3%, right? Right. It's fantastic stuff. Let's talk about correct communication for just a minute. Okay. We learn that from another book. It's, oh, we have a theme going on here. Continued growth and learning. Independent study. Independent study. We, we are individuals who continue to become more in our own right every single day. That contribute up to the higher achievement and growth of the organization. And something that you do, Mike, is you
0: encourage us to bring what we've studied and our aha moments back. Because a lot of times it may be something that you studied years ago, and it refreshes it and brings all that new perspective of things that you've learned since then, that we can elevate it to the next level and continue to teach and train other people.
1: Right. Absolutely. But it takes an organized effort, and that's where you know core values and culture and everything come into play. So I, I shared this at boot camp, and I've been sharing this a lot lately, and I'm not going to stop because I, I let everybody know uh, at boot camp that we're going to turn up the heat going forward because we've set the foundational structure to work from with the new vault and everything else surrounding it. So we are ready to scale and turn up the heat. So if you're into becoming more and having more uh, through higher achievement and results, get on board. It's going to be awesome. So one of the things that is uber important, that was the overriding theme of bootcamp recently was what? Over-communication. Over-communication. We intentionally told people that we were going to over-communicate a lot of things. And so, did you look at the uh, rowing in the same direction last night or this morning? I did. Yeah, so we're sitting here uh, producing this podcast for all of you. I send out my rowing in the same direction communication every single week, regardless of where I'm at in the world. Because I have committed to doing that for our team. Did you notice anything different about it?
0: You've updated a couple of things. Mm -hmm. I still have to go through and try to figure out what it is you might have changed. Because that's turned into an internal game. I don't know if you intended to do that. No. But you don't tell us things that you update in the attached documents. So I print both of them and I scan them. And I'm trying to find what little tweaks did you make. Now, for me, I enjoy, I really enjoy that because it forces me to really study the document versus just, yep, I see that one thing that they changed, and the other things
1: become background noise. Aha. Uh-huh. No, I did not intend that, and I like what you just said. You It forces you to study the document, which is what I definitely want everybody to do. And I put in the rowing in the same direction communication that goes out every Sunday as part of my Sunday planning system in my own individual life that contributes up to the achievement of the organization. I hope everybody got that. okay. And this came to me when I was on vacation earlier this year. My wife wanted to go to one location, spend some downtime together. I love that. However, uh, I get bored pretty easily. So, and then she said, oh, we're going on our another another vacation. I said, okay, great. Had, so, had a lot of great times. Then I had a lot of downtime. And again, I get bored pretty easily. So finally, I was able to finish a book that is not available in audio form. And I finished it. And I'm looking at chapter 27 of that book. Changed everything for me. And if you're dying to know what the book is, all right, I'll share it here today only. They can't eat you by Mark sparks. Okay. Chapter 27. And I remember reading this and it hit me like a ton of bricks, which started me to produce the rowing in the same direction series every single week to my own team to make sure that they're clear on where we're going as an organization over communicating to your team is crucial. It doesn't matter if you have one person or a hundred people on your team. I've been a serial entrepreneur all of my life, meaning Mark Sparks, and it still amazes me that no matter how much over communicating I do, there's always someone on my team who doesn't get the information I'm sharing. As a leader in your organization, your number one goal is to make sure everyone is rowing in the same direction at the same time. Correct communication. We could actually make it the four C's, Right. Culture and correct communication constantly. I think we just changed it. So you experienced it right here. Right. First time ever. That's that's how we roll. Because, you know, to something you were just saying, you know, I send out the rowing in the same direction. And that's the subject line in the email, by the way. I put rowing in the same direction for, and then I put the month and the date. Right. So it changes every week. And you say you're looking for the things that changed because wait a minute, JFUM, are you saying that things keep changing in business? (laughs) Mike, they change every day. Like our undergarments? (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) I I was thinking that same thing. I wasn't going to say anything, but anyway. So constantly or consistently, I like consistently better. Okay. Fantastic. So there, there it is, everybody. Your core values dictate your culture. Your culture dictate the progress of your business, whether it be up growth progress or going in the other direction. We don't ever want that for anybody, but you've got to, cons- you have to correctly communicate consistently to your team or over communication because it will either make or break you. And it starts at the very top leadership chair. And if you're not constantly working on yourself and becoming more as a leader, that's why your organization is not becoming more of an organization, because the leaders are not becoming more. And we must be great leaders. We must constantly work on our leadership and we must train our teams. The two that I keep shouting about, right, JFUM? Right.
0: Leadership and training. All leadership
1: Leadership and training. Hey, fantastic stuff. I hope everybody got tons of takeaways. As we move to wrap, do you have anything else? That's it for me. Hey, everybody. All we want, all we want for all of you, more than we can even begin to say, is your consistent growth, creation of wealth, so you can have that freedom. That freedom to go on vacation and be bored so you want to learn and become more whatever that looks like for you. We're here to help you with that. And there's so many things that need to be done to get to that. JFUM, thank you, my episode partner, for sharing your insightful wisdom from being in the trenches with uh, insurance agency entrepreneurs all across North America. Great, great stuff. I'm grateful to help them in any way that we can, Mike. Absolutely, it's a privilege and an honor. By the way, if this is your first time on the podcast, Welcome. My name is Mike Stromso. I'm widely recognized as an author, speaker, uh, and coach for the independent insurance agency industry. You can find out more about us at unstoppableprofitproducer.com. If you're interested in attending one of our virtual or live events, check them out. Our virtual events are at uppfaststart.com and our live events are at Be Unstoppable Bootcamp. Dot .com. Both events are designed with some of our best money-making strategies developed over 35 years of research as a proud 100% of the time independent insurance agent. Again, all designed to help you grow your business, create wealth so you too can have more freedom to live life on your own Terms. That's what we want for you. That's why we do this. It's our sole passion to help you continue to grow. And make sure that you go to our podcast website, Unstoppable Profit Podcast. Go up to the top, click subscribe so you are in the funnel every single week so you don't miss one valuable episode of every bomb gold nugget that we drop for you to help you continue to grow, create wealth and have more freedom to live life on your own terms. And we're out there on all the channels as well, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, our own YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search Unstoppable Profit Producers. Go to Vi- Unstoppable Profit Producer, go to video and they're all right there for your viewing pleasure. And We're on Amazon now. I get pinged on that a lot. So we're out there. Just go there and make it happen for yourself. We bring these to you every week so that you can continue to grow. JFUM, thank you. Thank you, Mike. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, get out there, make a difference, be unstoppable, leave no regrets. And remember this, you got this. We believe in you. See you next episode.
0: You love the podcast, but don't know where or how to get started. Come join our next virtual training while seats are still available. Register now at UPPFastStart.com. That's UPPFastStart.com.